Welcome to Wisdom Inspired, a podcast designed to help high achievers to eliminate burnout and overwhelm. Now let's prepare to open our hearts, our minds, and our notebooks to receive today's wisdom. I think it's titled Grace Sustains You. Grace Sustains You. So we talked a little bit, we talked yesterday about activating our grace, right, as a result of us going through um, our sight feeling transformation, right? We have to go in and activate our grace. And I wanted to just elaborate today a little bit to kind of get us to see the value of being sustained in the proper context. So lots of times, I, you know, all of us have been in the business world or leaders or of some sort, whether we've worked for businesses or we run our own businesses or we lead in some type of nonprofit, whatever, right? And we always hear people talking about, I want this to thrive, I want it to grow, I want it to prosper. And there's a lot of pressure that comes on us as leaders or that we put on ourselves to make things thrive um, and want to, you know, see it be profitable, see it be respected by others. Um, we look for all of the measuring sticks that give us this validation that this thing is thriving, right, whether that's in the number of leads, whether that's in the number of sales, whether that's in the actual number of zeros in your bank account, whatever it is, you know, we we have this tendency as humans to only focus on thriving, only focus on prospering and flourishing, and all of our efforts go into that. And I was going through studying and, and looking at this, and I, I found it very interesting, that the word thrive itself is defined as prosper or flourish, right? And it actually originates from an old uh, Scandinavian word that means to grasp, to get a hold of. And so it made me really stop for a moment and say, so we, we're, as humans, we're so focused on wanting to get a hold of something, Right, getting our hands on it, right? This goes all the way back to the start of humanity. Uh, visit Genesis and take a journey. But basically it was wanting to get a hold of the knowledge, getting a hold of life itself, getting a hold of, of things in our own attempts to be self-sufficient, uh, to not need God, to to think we know better than God. And we we continue to live out that quest in so many ways in our lives, even as believers, right? We are tempted through our own ambitions, through the things that um, may paranoid us, right? And I don't want to say that ambitions are, are not good because there's nothing wrong with being ambitious, but if ambition is not brought under God's authority, it is out of order, right? So we, we lots of times can be easily swayed because the enemy is very subtle. He is very, very, very subtle in his attempts to take us out of God's will, right, uh, to get us and draw us away from it. And one of the things I felt was this whole idea of thriving, right, and how we have put so much emphasis on the fact of whether something thrives or not and that means it's good. That means it's God. That means it's his will, right? Because we taught it, started talking about being able where we get to where we can't 
see God's blessing in our lives, right? So this thriving is about what we can see as a result of our efforts and our attempts that make us uh, become boastful, gives us this sense of uh, accomplishment that is somewhat lofty because it's not based on our confidence in God or our trust in his faithfulness and him keeping his word. It starts to be about our efforts and how how well we've been able to relieve the pressure off of our lives by doing certain things to cause us to move forward and to flourish. And so I really wanted to to really hit home on What's so bad about being sustained, right? And I figured and I read a few things and some things popped up and it was like a lots of things I, I read was associating sustained, being sustained with survival. And I was like, that's not the same, right? At one time I can say maybe I was guilty of that in thinking they were the same. But something in me in this moment said, no, being sustained is not the same as surviving. And so I went looking through the Bible, and there are many instances that I found where being sustained was always referenced. Um, Lots of times when it referred to things of famine in the land, things like that, right? And you would hear, you would read that God was sustaining them and keeping them through it all. And so I can see where that idea could get murked to where you think being sustained is survival. But as I looked further, I went in and I found that to be sustained is defined as strengthening, to be strengthened or supported physically or mentally. Another definition, which I have to say is my favorite, is cause to continue or be prolonged for an extended period of time or without interruption, right? It says cause to continue or be prolonged for an extended period of time or without interruption. And to prove my point that the words weren't the same, I had to go and look up survive, right? And survival basically um, it requires a danger or a hardship to occur, and it means that you continue after this thing or in spite this danger or hardship. And there's a root word for survive that means in addition, live. And do you know that the root word for sustain means from below, hold. So for me, I said, okay, great, they're not the same. Because to be sustained doesn't require a hardship. To be sustained doesn't require loss, it doesn't require deficit, it doesn't require danger, it doesn't require any type of hardship to occur to be sustained. You're being held from below, you're being held steady, it's a a foundation that has been put under you from this point moving forward, right? But survival implies that there's a hardship, there's going to be some loss, there's, there's like you have to do it again, you get life again, you get, you get to start over again, right? And so, so many people don't want to be sustained because we have a distorted view of what it means to be sustained versus survival. And I went a little bit further because I said, okay, so to take hold of something, right, which is what thriving means, I got to have a foundation, 
I got to have something firm to hold on to, to be planted under, right? Because if there's nothing sustaining me from below, whatever I take hold of or grasp, I'm not going to be able to hold it. I'm not going to be able to keep it because it's going to blow away. It's not, there's nothing under it to support it, right? So I started to see if the enemy can get us to only focus on thriving, it's how easily he can take away everything that we've acquired. Because he knows it has no roots. It's like the weeds that grow in, in, in your flower beds, right? A weed grows up faster than your, your, the flower you're growing grows, and it looks pretty on top. It, it looks like it's thriving. It's flourishing. It's, it's beautiful. It's green. It's not dying or nothing, right? But you can easily pluck it up because there's no foundation. There's nothing from below that is holding it. So it can easily be plucked away from you. So that caused me to really go and, and see where God and look through this lens of being sustained and why God always promises to sustain us, right? Because Psalms 55 and 22 says, cast your burden on the Lord and he shall sustain you. He shall never permit the righteous to be moved. He shall never cause what you've acquired to be plucked out. Wherever your sustaining line is, wherever that foundation comes in, you'll never go below it. And I was talking to Coach Dream yesterday and because uh, we always get into these wonderful conversations, and I, I gave her an analogy this and, and, and I have to thank some of our members who are in the financial services industry. There's a product that they offer that talks about this ability to sustain you, right? I don't know if they've ever seen it that way, but that's how I'm seeing it. So they, I'm using their teaching moment as this analogy, okay? So there's a product in the market that you can use that says when you put your money in and it follows the market, there's a thing there, it doesn't go below that point. So if the market drops, your money doesn't go below the line where it's being sustained. So that means that when it grows again, it doesn't have to start over or get a new life to get back where it was. It just starts from right there at that line of where it's being held, right, and supported. And so now when you get the increase, you thrive from the place where you've been sustained and you never go below that mark. So that's the same thing God is telling us in a life that is so uncertain, where the enemy is the influence of this atmosphere. His, his, his whole purpose is to steal, kill, and destroy. It is never for you to thrive. It's never for you to get a grip or to take hold of it to where you know what you're doing. You can't do it. He, he ain't built that way. That ain't, that ain't what he's inspiring the atmosphere to do. So in a, in a world where God has brought us and we're foreigners here, he's given us his grace to sustain us, to keep us at that mark that no matter what happens, no matter what disasters come, no matter what challenges arise, no matter what goes on around you, you are being held from below to sustain you where you are so you never drop below zero. You can't never lose because he's always sustaining you. There is no lack in God. There is no lack. Nothing that you have can be subtracted from you. So you might say, well, Dorothy, what happens when I do suffer what I perceive to be a loss? Have you really lost it? Or has what that thing, that, the purpose that it served in your life has come to an end? Is it time for transition? Is it time for change? Is it really lost 
that you've suffered? Is it really a hardship or is that only in your perception? Because the enemy wants you to perceive it as a loss. Because if he gets you to continue to think that you're losing as a believer, then you start to doubt God's word. You start to not be as firm in your faith. He can easily sway you and keep you from taking the necessary actions that keep you moving forward so that you can thrive. Thriving is only a result of being sustained from below. If you haven't been sustained, you can't thrive. You can have an illusion of thriving, but if what you have is not sustained, it is not prospering. It is not flourishing. It is a mirage like a weed growing in your flower bed. There is no roots to it. So the minute something comes and blows it away, it can easily be destroyed. It can be easily taken away from you. So life is going to have its set of things that come to an end. But things coming to an end is not considered loss to a believer. Because when things are done, it just means God is doing a new thing or that thing has served its purpose for that time. And we have to elevate our perspective so that we can truly begin to experience the glory of the sustenance that comes from being sustained by God. Right? When everybody else seems to be in complete disarray, not at peace, unsure of themselves, fearful, you have a peace that sustains you. You have a peace that holds you steady, that there's nothing that will rock you. It's possible. We just have to be able to continue to allow our mind, will, and emotions to be developed in embracing that. And so today, I hope today's discussion about grace sustaining you has served to do that. I hope it inspires you to continue to go and do your own study so that you can elevate your mind, will, and emotion to a place where you begin to understand that I'm more happy to be sustained because I know if God's sustaining me, I can't help but thrive. And begin to take the pressure and the burdens off of yourself and cast them over to him. Let him be responsible for the results. All you need to do is execute what God has told you to do the way that he told you to do it and continue to move forward because as you move forward you're already sustained and then all that you do is just going to be added to it it's going to be built upon built upon glory to glory from one level to the next level because that's what God's word says and so we have to not be so focused on flourishing and just start embracing the value that God sustains you and know that no matter what goes on God has sustained you and really remembering you have never lost anything. You've never dropped below zero, okay? And I hope that you will join us again tomorrow on the line as we continue our journey and continue to go through what God has to share with us as to what he wants us to be able to embrace and evolve into in this season of our lives. Thank you for being here on Wisdom Inspired, and we'll be here on the line tomorrow morning. You guys have a great and wonderful day. I hope you enjoyed the episode of Wisdom Inspired that was brought to you by the AAC Coworking Community, a virtual community designed to support female entrepreneurs, business owners, and freelance professionals. For more, go to wisdominspired.net.